What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King. Welcome to another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm excited. I'm excited because I put the finishing touches on my upcoming new course, Code of Kings. And if you have not read my book, I talk about the Code of Kings often throughout it. And essentially, it's a document. It's a, well, the end result is a document. What, uh, before you <laughs> get to the end, it's it's a, a process, quite frankly, of fleshing out um, who a man wants to be, essentially. And so the the exciting part of it is uh, is having struggled <laughs> with this whole concept of modern day healthy masculinity for myself over the last uh, let's say forty plus years, <laughs> um, and really feeling like a ton of people were were calling me into it, and I was scared. I was happier just uh, you know sitting back in the drift of life, just kind of floating down river. Um, and that's not entirely true. I definitely have been fighting for a long time against the current, but I didn't really even know where I wanted to go, right? And I feel like that is a common theme for a lot of men, which is they know what they're doing isn't working. They know what they don't want. However, they don't know what they do want, right? And it's no different when I talk to men or women uh, about relationships. A lot of times they're like, well, I'll tell you what I don't want. I don't want X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well, what do you keep attracting? Well, X, Y, Z. And it's interesting because then the, the reticular activating system in our heads, in our brains, um, the RAS, it really doesn't know the difference between um, reality, quote unquote reality, and a dream. So um, <laughs> it's interesting how, you know, when, when you're having a dream, obviously you, you believe it's happening, right? Your brain is active and your brain is, is working as if it's happening, right? And so it, it, it ultimately doesn't, can't really tell the difference and so if you were to be in a dream telling yourself you know don't dream all it uh, all it really focuses on is the positive right so if you say I don't want something it deletes the 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 don't <laughs> it only focuses on uh, the 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 what am I thinking of the the subject if you will the, like, I've heard Simon Sinek say, you know, don't think of a pink elephant. And your mind immediately goes to envisioning a pink elephant. So the whole concept around people knowing what they don't want 
and then they're surprised that they keep attracting that very thing. It's more so as a result of the fact that they don't know what they do want, right? It's healthy, certainly, to uh, to stir the pot in terms of getting motivated based off of what we don't want, based off of the pain of attracting what we don't want, uh, based off the pain of experiencing what isn't working, but you've got to set your course. And like a lot of men are like, oh, I just, you know, I know that going east doesn't work, so I'm going west. I'm like, cool, but but where west, I'm using this as an analogy, by the way, where west are you are you headed? I, I, I don't know exactly, but, but I just know that going east doesn't work, so I'm going to go west. I'm like, okay, cool. But it, you can't begin, uh, you know, <laughs> navigating towards something until you actually have defined a destination, correct? So the code of kings for me has been what I've needed, which was clearly defining the man that I ultimately wanted to be. Because I know around the time that I hit 30 and my life imploded, all I really knew at that point was that I hated the man that had gotten me to that point and that I was divorcing myself, that I was um, letting go of that smaller version of me and that I was committed to evolving, even if it was painful, even if it was challenging, even if it was um, unclear at times. So I did start moving, quote unquote, west, but I didn't know exactly where I was going. Over the years, have I, you know, probably spent $200,000 or more in seminars and personal development and coaches and therapists and plant medicine retreats and, you know, seminars. Did I say seminars already? Yeah, you get the point. And the interesting thing is they all help. And if you consistently do them, they all keep pushing you in the direction, right? But I also did feel often similar to how it feels when you know, we get a brand new phone or we get a new gadget or a new car or something that's like, oh, it's so exciting. We're so excited. And then that excitement wanes pretty quickly, right? And so <clears throat> coming off of a, a long week or a weekend retreat seminar, something that's been transformative, um, it's only a matter of time until that high wears off, right? And so at the end of the day, I needed something else to ground me back to knowing what my true north is. Not only do I use, of course, my relationship with God, my God that I believe in, but I often would find myself feeling like, I don't know, I was motivated weeks ago and, and felt like I was totally in the zone and in the flow and here I am struggling again, feeling like I I have no purpose and I don't know where I'm going. So that is why I created this quote-unquote code of kings, which is like a code of conduct. Like who am I committed to being, behaving, my my character traits and, you know, what's what's my vision for, for my life as a king and, and everything else. So anyways, that's coming out uh, later this week, which you can find on my website, which will be exciting. And uh, if you have read my book and, you know, have heard about the Code of Kings and have done a bunch of the exercises that are in my book, 
well, what, the exercises that are in my book are probably 15% of the, the depth compared to this program. So anyways, highly recommended, but it's still, you know, it dovetails into what I want to talk about in this podcast episode. Well, I guess I've already been talking about it, which is the, the need for challenge that men and the masculine and the masculine of course shows up in men and women. Um, it needs challenge. I've said it before and I'll say it again. (laughs) I don't know why I say that. But uh, that masculinity responds to challenge, while femininity responds to praise. And so I, I remember back in my gym days, when I started my first couple of gyms back in 2010, 11, 12, um, there'd be a lot of females that would come in, very, very feeling uh, low self-esteem, uh, low self-worth, and I would not challenge them in those moments. If anything, I would tell them, hey, whatever you think you're going to be able to do in here, starting today, this is your first day, and going forward, whatever you, get, where you, whatever you think you might be able to do, I'm going to want you to do 50% of that. And it was kind of a pattern interrupt, uh, and they would look at me with like deer in headlights, <laughs> and they'd be like, wait, what? I'm like, the the reason being is that we're used to just getting fed up with something and then going 100 miles an hour in the opposite direction, right? However, what we really truly need is we need consistency. We don't need to be just motivated because motivation ultimately like I was saying earlier, it wanes. So what we need actually is consistency. And that consistency comes as a result of fulfilling our emotional needs. And so as these women would start to realize that I have their best interests in mind and I'm not not, uh, going to exchange (laughs) their um, physical well-being for my ego to make me feel like I'm worth it. (laughs) And I say that because I see a lot of trainers back in the day who would, especially with my mom, who would crush my mom in the first couple of times out, you know, way overdue and not, not even remotely understand where to meet her at in, at her current, uh, physical health, you know, and strength and, then she would pretty much just always associate working with a trainer with immense pain and someone who doesn't understand her, right? So after my mom passed away, I kind of envisioned how would I work with my mom as I was starting my gyms. And so once I got the motivation and the, not even the motivation, I'm sorry, the consistency going, the momentum, there's the M word I was thinking of, with these women, then I would start to challenge them once they started to feel more confident and they would respond to that challenge because their uh, feminine energies, their quote-unquote love tank, was full. And men are no different, right? Except that you can typically challenge maybe a little sooner. But again, if a man is feeling deeply insecure, deeply wounded, 
and you immediately challenge him, he oftentimes will break, or at the very least, his rapport with him, with you and him, will break, just like as it would be with a, a female, same type of thing. They start to say, this person isn't for me, they're not with me, they don't get me, I'm out, right? But the masculine in both men and women, it needs to be challenged for it to grow. And what challenge actually, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? What challenge ultimately creates or brings, I should say, is respect. When someone has achieved something through challenge, they respect themselves and others respect them, right? So if I see someone who, you know, like when I was a trainer and I would, you know, push people and after six, 12 months, maybe they've lost 50, 60, 70 pounds, they're completely different, they're, you know, raving fans of my gyms and they're showing up all the time and and at that point I can really really challenge them because they have a a new sense of self-worth right and they feel this overwhelming sense of humility and pride right like they're so grateful and yet they're also so so proud of themselves right it's, it's another kind of form of respect. But I heard something the other day. Um, I forget exactly where I heard it. But it was saying like, you know, <clears throat> why we love the, you know, the amazing feats of Michael Jordan and Tom Brady and Tiger Woods and Serena Williams and various other athletes that we look up to. It's because they have been through the biggest of challenges and risen to the occasion and still persevered right because you have to look at the 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 other side of the coin <laughs> if challenge weren't there right for instance how much respect would we have if we only subjected tiger woods to miniature golf what if what if on Sundays we saw Tiger Woods on a putt-putt golf course? Would any of us have much respect for him or understand how truly phenomenal of a golf player he is? Probably not, right? Probably not. So how how amazing would Michael Jordan be if the if the rims were you know, the basketball rims were six feet high and he's six foot six and he could just kind of drop it in, right? The The whole part of life for all of us, whether it be you, me, Tiger, MJ, Tom Brady, Serena, is that it's difficult. And through that difficulty through that challenge do we see them evolve into you know amazing legends so to speak and it's through that challenge that we respect them 
Because if it weren't for the challenges, I would dare to say that there wouldn't be a ton of respect. And for a lot of men who have kind of catered to the easier things in life, they don't respect themselves, right? And when they don't respect themselves, they don't believe that they are worthy of respect, worthy of love, worthy of admiration of others and of themselves. So for those that really struggle with low self-esteem, and this included myself, something I continue to work on, but I've come so far and feel such a great sense of self-respect and self-worth and self-esteem. And it continues to snowball for me personally. But it's because I have continued to step into the fire, so to speak. And could I challenge myself even more? Oh, hell yes. I know I can. And it's no different than walking in the gym and being extremely insecure and starting to like lift weights a little bit and then you see a little bit of progress, a little bit of strength and you push push yourself a little bit more. But over the years, you gain, you gain strength, you gain muscle mass, you gain understanding of how to, you know, work different exercises and how to do different compound movements and how to then work on your diet and you make friends in the gym and you know where you're going and you know what the gym etiquette is and then over next next, next thing you know, you're, you know, you're a gym rat. <laughs> and I, I say that lovingly, like you just know how to, you know, experience going to the gym where before at one point the gym was like maybe the scariest thing ever, right? Life is no different. And so if you want to improve your your esteem for yourself, if you want to respect yourself more, you have to do difficult things. And so for me, that's why I ultimately say all this because as over the years, over the last, you know, 13 or so years since I was 30, I had to really look at what I was proud of, what I wasn't proud of, what needed to change, where did I need to step up, where did I need to play a bigger game, where did I need more challenge. And the beautiful thing is I've had amazing coaches who have really, really been able to push my edges because it's the edge, right? <laughs> the edge of your comfort zone, which is where you ultimately grow, right? So I needed the accountability of amazing people around me to push me because they believed in me oftentimes more than I believed in myself, challenged me to be a bigger version of myself. And so as I continued to work on this, I started to see like, oh, okay, I can start to see where I'm going. And then with my Code of Kings document that I look at on a r routine daily basis, it helps me now point my flag. Like I, I not point my flag, um, place my flag. Like I know what direction I'm going. And if I'm Tiger Woods and I'm teeing off, now I can see way off in the distance, the pin. I can see the flag waving in the wind. I know that's exactly where I'm headed, right? Where a lot of guys are just up there hacking, 
<laughs> they're swinging, hitting golf balls. They don't even know what direction they should be hitting it in, right? They just know that they should be at least taking swings at life, which is, I guess, is, is a good start, right? But it all comes back to working on your self-esteem. Because as long as we need validation, as long as we need likes and followers and views, as long as we're, um, you know, finding ourselves wounded and then doing things to get people's approval, to get them to like us, those are little signposts that say, hey, you need to work on this. You need to dig a little deeper. You need to challenge yourself to look at what would life, how would you experience life if you didn't have any validation from the outside, if it only had to come from the inside. And so that's why I've been challenging myself this year, getting off of social media for the most part. I mean, in terms of like not posting stories and not having the apps on my phone because at the end of the day, it wasn't a value add to me. If anything, it was a value loss because I was wasting time just entertaining myself and using reels and whatnot just to distract myself from things that I really should be doing to grow myself and to grow my businesses and to, to pursue the king that I am becoming. So if any of this of resonates for you, I definitely recommend that uh, you check out my Code of Kings program on my website coming in the next couple of days and I uh, and I recommend that you you intentionally choose something that would be a challenge whether it be physically emotionally mentally financially entrepreneurially relationally challenge yourself this week do something that pushes you out of your comfort zone and see what happens See how you feel. And if you continually do that, you will find that you will begin to garner greater respect for yourself. You'll start to see more beautiful and loving qualities in other people, and you'll respect them. And I cannot think of a better outcome than to have a world where more people are healed of their trauma, I should say. They are valuing themselves. They love themselves. They have greater self-esteem. And they're truly out to not only grow themselves, but to help and grow other people. So keep that in mind. Men especially but women too. But men, since I'm talking to you guys, <laughs> the masculine truly needs challenge and that challenge garners respect. That is how life works. So challenge yourself this week. I hope you do something amazing. I hope it has an incredible, positive impact on your life. Until we talk on the next episode, thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you soon. Have a great week. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, 
please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.